Welcome to A Beautiful Life Podcast by a millennial for millennials who want to embrace all areas of life from mindset to aesthetics and everything in between. I'm your host, Kaylee Karcher, and I'm so excited you're here. Tune in each Monday for new episodes that will entertain and inspire you to show up as your version of your best self and start living the beautiful life you deserve. Hello guys, welcome back to A Beautiful Life Podcast. My name is Kaylee. If you're new here, if you are returning, thank you for coming back. As you can see, today's episode is about how to romanticize the 9 to 5. The 9 to 5, I have a love-hate relationship with it because obviously like 40 hours a week is like a lot of time to have to spend at work, but obviously it pays the bills. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time or if you just know me in real life you know that before working a nine-to-five job I worked in retail I was a server so I was working all of these jobs with like super chaotic schedules and I very much appreciate the regular schedule of a nine-to-five I love that I know I have my weekends free I love that I know after five o'clock my life is my life again but again also I think there's a lot of benefits in the 9 to 5. A lot of people shit all over the 9 to 5, but there's just a lot of good that comes out of it. Obviously, the routine, you get health insurance most of the time, obviously, a regular schedule, like all of the benefits. People in like the entrepreneur, like side hustle life love to shit on it. And honestly, it is not my dream to work the 9 to 5 for my whole life, for sure, because I do want a more flexible time schedule. But there's a lot of good things in a nine to five. And I think that like we're in just a moment right now where it's getting shit all over like people. It's just like such a thing to like hate on the nine to five. But I'm here to say that the nine to five is a very good thing for a lot of people. And if you are just kind of feeling like stale and stuck in the nine to five, this episode is to romanticize the shit of the nine to five for you and just make it a little bit more special and kind of just like take it by the balls and just make it your own because a lot of times especially at work I'll realize like oh I can just like make this my own and kind of just like I don't have to be like suffering the way that I think I am so that's what today's episode is going to be about. Before we get into the episode, I obviously want to give you the hot tip of the week, which is based on a real life story. So I am impulsive, which sometimes is good and sometimes is really bad. This time it was um, a neutral experience. So I followed a TikTok video and cut my own bangs with kitchen scissors. And honestly, the the length was decent. Like it wasn't like the worst thing ever. But I did cut them with kitchen scissors, which is a huge no-no. They were definitely like super chunky and just like clearly had been cut with kitchen scissors. So I was looking online and I saw that you can book a bang trim at a hair salon. So I booked a $15 bang trim and she just like worked with what I already had and like touched them up made them look good and professional and blended and I only had to pay $15 plus a tip obviously but if I hadn't cut my own bangs I would have had to just pay like probably $60 for a whole haircut so that's a life hack if you just want to save some money like pre-cut your bangs and then just have them fix them up for you um because also like it takes them like literally five minutes the whole process took so 
It was so short. It was so easy for her and it was only $15. Obviously, if you're going to do this, like cut your bangs longer than you actually want them to be so that they can like there's room for error, basically, because obviously if you cut your bangs way too short, there's really nothing they can do other than just like try to blend them out a little bit. But that's my life hack of the week. So just uh, let me know if you try it out. This week in Nashville has been the most crisp, beautiful, sunny spring weather. We got to eat lunch at work at a picnic table. Like, things are looking up around here. It's March now. That's officially a spring month. Like, if it was, if there was a nice day in February, like, you know, it's still winter because February is just a winter month. But, like, spring is coming. I think the first day is, like, on the 20th or something. So... I'm just feeling so good about that. And one thing I have to say too about spring in Nashville, spring in Nashville is premium because the summer in Nashville is fucking hot. It's miserably hot. You really can't even like enjoy doing things outside because it's so hot. But spring in New England where I'm from, spring sucks. Like there is no spring. All it does is rain and it's pretty cold still. And then like one day in June, like the middle of June, it'll just be like summer. (laughs) like there's no spring in in New England so spring in Nashville is amazing and I would say if you were gonna visit Nashville to visit in the spring or the early fall like in September because those are the months where it's not brutally hot but also like you can still do all of the outdoors things so I guess you just got like a a second hot tip out of this episode. So you're welcome. With that, let's just jump right into the episode. The first thing that is the most important about romanticizing your life is the commute. So for me, I realized one day like, okay, so this is what I used to do. And this is back when I worked at Pottery Barn. I would, because that was kind of my first, not that it was nine to five, but it was more like office-y than serving. So I would always make myself breakfast and a drink and like try to eat my breakfast wicked quick on the way into work like literally stuffing my face with food not even thinking about it like just drinking a drink and like I didn't even like it and then one day I realized I could just like pack my breakfast and eat it peacefully once it got to my desk and also I should be making an intentional drink that I actually enjoy drinking on the way to work because I would also just like leave with no drink and I'm just a huge beverage person so I need to be like sipping on something at all times. So now I just always make sure that I have a go-to travel mug that I can always bring every single day. Um, And I just fill it with my coffee and just like drink it. So it's really nothing like elaborate, but it just makes the commute so much better if you have something to sip on. And then also for the commute, a podcast, an audio book, like anything that's intentional because again before I like set up this little like routine and system I would just kind of like put on the radio like listen to whatever was on because I didn't have time I'm always running late so I didn't have time to like scroll and look for things so having an audiobook that you're listening to every time on your drive and maybe it's just like you only listen to it on your drive so it kind of like gets you excited to be driving because you get to listen to more of your book or whatever it is Creating a little routine around your commute is going to make things just going to set the tone for the day. It's going to make things so much better because traffic sucks like it's going to happen no matter what. So at least if you can have some inner peace while you're in traffic, life is going to be a lot better. The next thing for romanticizing the nine to five is 
all about the desk, the cubicle, whatever it is that you have. You have to make it your own. You have to set it up for yourself so that like you have an extra sweater. It's cozy. So you're probably spending more time at your desk, sadly, than you are at your own house if you're working in office obviously if you're working from home things are different but if you're working at an office for 40 hours a week you're probably spending more time awake at your desk than you are at your own house so you need to like make it actually feel cute and like homey and and cozy some people at my work have put up like legit wallpaper on their cubicle which is really cute I have not gone that far but I do have like art prints at my desk that I think are really cute I have pink organizing boxes I have a little flower like glass candle holder that I use for my paper clips I have a little seashell glass dish that I put my chapstick and my eye drops and my hand lotion like all of those things in it I really set up my desk to be cute and also have everything that I need I have an extra pair of glasses at my desk I have again like hand sanitizer I have tea bags I have a mug and a coaster that just stays at my desk so if I ever want to make a coffee at work I can I have everything a charger like everything is set up at my desk so that I never have to like I don't know I never have to struggle I never have to be like oh I wish I had something like this because at first I did have like nothing at my desk and then I realized I'm spending so much time here like I need to have things set up and ready to go so I need to make it cute I also have like I use like a little vase to hold all my pens and stuff so it's actually just like aesthetic and just like little tweaks are gonna make you feel so much more special and prepared at your desk and I don't think you realize it if you're not doing it how much it helps but like having cute stuff just at your desk really just it's like subconscious sparking joy subconsciously sparking joy and again like keep your desk organized too like don't just have a million papers on your desk like you should have it everything streamlined so that like there's no guesswork there's no like ugh, my desk like you should want your desk to be cute also I manifested a desk that had a window space and by manifested I mean I started off at a cubicle that was just like your classic fucking fluorescent lighting trash cubicle and I would always look at all the people who had the window cubicles and I was so jealous because obviously I love natural lighting I love people watching so my office is in like I don't know what it's called like not an industrial park but it's in like a little it's in an office building where there's other businesses around so like I see people walking like it just makes my day so much better to have a window and I was aggressive about getting this window desk when the person who had the desk quit I like called the desk in advance the second she put her two weeks in I was like that's my desk (laughs) because those things really matter to me and I do spend so much time at work that that's just something that's really important to me so things like that you just need to like make work for yourself and set yourself up for joy and success the next way to romanticize the work weekday whatever is to have a work bag where you can have all your shit in it because so before I had like a designated work bag I had like my laptop and my planners and all of this stuff it would just be like on my kitchen table like when I wasn't at work or just 
kind of just like something was everywhere. Everything was never in one spot and that just creates chaos and stress for me. So I got myself a work tote bag and it fits my lunchbox. It fits my water. It fits my laptop, my planner, my to-do list and my notebook. So it fits literally everything that I have for work. I have pens in it. I have hand sanitizer. Like I have just all the work related things and it just it just makes it so much easier for like leaving for work in the morning or gathering all my stuff from the office. It just makes it so much easier. And it probably sounds like an obvious thing, but I just struggled for so long without having a work bag. And then the second I got a work bag, I was like, wow, life is so good. So highly recommend getting a work bag. Obviously get a cute one if you know, it's in the budget for you, but that's going to just change the game for you. I promise it changed the game for me and it's so simple and I couldn't believe how much of a difference it made. The next thing, and this is pretty related to what I just said, but getting yourself a cute lunchbox and also like a bento box or Tupperware that is specifically for lunch. So like you would never use this Tupperware to like put leftovers in. This Tupperware is just for your lunch. So you always can rely on it being clean and ready to go. It's always in the same spot at your house. So like when you're packing your lunch, there's no like, I just used to always be like, oh, I need a Tupperware for my lunch now. But like once I got a bento box, I was like, this is a game changer. And also obviously just having like a go-to lunchbox. I'm going to shout out my friend Natalie, who I know is listening. This bitch was bringing her lunch in a Walmart plastic bag every day. And then she got a lunchbox and I can only imagine that her life is much better because of it. So (laughs) get yourself just a designated lunchbox a designated work travel mug, a designated Tupperware, and it will change the game for you. It's going to streamline everything in terms of packing your lunch. It's just going to make things way better for you. So get yourself a lunchbox and they don't have to be expensive. You can get a cute one on Amazon. Mine is from Anthropology. I got it last Christmas. So it's been over a year and it looks it's so cute it's just like a classic square but it's like kind of like paper bag material on the outside so cute I love it again it doesn't have to be expensive it can just be a lunchbox that does the job but I swear it changes everything and obviously bringing your lunch will save you money so that'll just be like an investment in yourself but the reason that I'm like so passionate about having like a designated work bag and like a designated lunchbox and all this stuff is because again we're spending so much time at work that like it kind of seems silly to like feel like you shouldn't be investing in the materials needed for work like you should have a planner for yourself that you love and they don't have to be expensive. My planner is was like $7 on Amazon. Maybe I'll put together like a little office list marketplace for Amazon and I'll share that with along with this podcast episode. So if you guys need any supplies inspo, I'll have that ready to go for you. But it's just like for how much time you spend at work, we should not be scraping together some shit to like make it work every day. Like you should have like structure and routines and systems because it's something that you literally spend half your life doing and also if you're curious about systems I have a podcast episode about the importance of systems in your daily life so go check that out if you're wondering about kind of like organizational tips I also have more organizational episodes so go check those out if you are 
ready to get organized in life. The next way to romanticize your 9 to 5 life is to plan your day out the the day before. So right before I leave work, I will write down my to-do list and either carry over whatever I didn't get done the first day. I'll put that on my to-do list or also like it's all fresh in your mind at that time. So you can just like write it all out and just have it all right there. So when you come in the next day, you know what to expect. Like, you know what you're doing first. And obviously everybody has different like working and organization styles, but this has been like a game changer for me because it kind of just takes the chaos again out of your head. Everything relates back to chaos for me apparently, but I hate the feeling of like knowing you have a lot to do, but like it's not written down. So you're like, uh, like now I have to go comb through my emails, figure out what I have to do today, like blah, blah, blah. Do it the day before in the last 15 minutes of the day and it will change everything for you. I promise. The next tip that I have is to learn your shit. So I am guilty of this. I will admit it. If there are things that you don't like doing, but only because like and this is in terms of at work obviously if there are work things that you don't like doing and that's only because you're not crystal clear on exactly how to do the process or anything like that learn how to do it the right way and it's gonna take away so much unwanted unneeded anxiety and stress and like that is gonna be a game changer for your stress levels and just for your day in general because just for my work there's so many different like processes and third parties and just all of this kind of stuff and so if you aren't crystal clear on how to do every single thing it will cause stress for you because you'll be like oh fuck like now I have to do this thing I'm gonna put it off for a week because I really don't know how to do it so if you just like take the time to learn how to do something learn how to do the thing that you hate the most it's going to change everything for you especially just obviously like work adds stress to your life and then on top of that you have like these micro stress moments so take the guesswork out learn how to do things the right way and that's going to be a game changer for you and the last tip that I have for romanticizing the nine to five is to check the fuck out on weekends like they are not paying you on the weekends check out live your life, recharge, reorganize, refresh. Like this is going to be what helps you not burn out for the nine to five. Because again, 40 hours a week is a lot of hours every single week. And you do not want to be working and then go home and work and then be on the weekends at work and then realize that like, tomorrow's Monday and all you're going to be doing is working again like that is my personal hell like when I clock out I clock out like obviously certain jobs you can't do that but most jobs you can so if you have the ability to clock out like clock out just do it you are going to feel so much better you're not going to burn out as easily like And then you can recharge and living a beautiful and full life outside of work is your life. Like those are the things that are the most important. That's where like your hobbies are. That's where you learn about yourself. That's where you just feel your best. And then you can work harder and smarter during the actual week. Once you have all of your organizations and systems in place, once you feel comfortable at your desk, like everything will come together And it starts with your 
work-life balance that is one reason why I'm like so hardcore about work from home life like work-life balance is everything for me and I think it's everything for everyone but most people just do not realize how important it is or how much it bleeds into other areas of your life and your mental health when you don't have a good work-life balance so that is my last tip for romanticizing the nine-to-five that's probably honestly the most important one too because you deserve to live life we are not on this earth to fucking work that's that's the part of the nine to five I hate the most is like we are not here just to work we're here to live live your life now you guys have heard me sing you know that my dreams are not to be a pop star but that's okay I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Share it with a friend who needs to romanticize the nine to five who is experiencing burnout right now and have a beautiful day. Thanks guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to a beautiful life podcast. If this episode brought you any value, it would be so amazing if you rated, reviewed and shared the show with a friend. Let me know what you thought of the episode at a beautiful life podcast and connect with me at Kaylee Karcher underscore. Thanks again for listening and have a beautiful day.